Welcome to this edition of Brave Hearts, where we hope to increase your awareness and understanding of what homelessness looks like and some of the many organizations working on solutions to improve the homeless crisis. We are your hosts, William Wallace and Betty Louise, and these are the Brave Hearts. This is part two of Trina our Harvard grad who lives in her car in Nevada County. So, like, what did you have to do to get your car and life ready to live out of a car? Well, fortunately, you know, I had had these, like, two uh, camping mats that I just, like, stack on top of each other. If one wears out, I'll just put the other one on. So, I actually kept those. Just kind of on a feeling. Well, I was thinking, well, just in case something does happen, because, uh, oh, that's the other place. The, ho- the house is an extremely high fire risk. PG&E actually did a lot of work up there last year. And that's the other thing, too, when I saw that fire. Oops, but that's the path of that, that the fire that got Chicago Park. The river fire. And so, you know, that's the other thing, too. The other reason, the fire risk, which I know from my own background, I did a lot of volunteer work up at the Rim Trail and how the trees have become, essentially they're kindling. They're extremely dry and for a variety of reasons they're extremely flammable. And that's kind of what's driving a lot of this. Uh, oh, and the other thing too is, you know, people, you know, they won't do any sorts of defensible space, which mm. can accelerate things. So that's another thing I didn't have to worry about. <laughs> Being burned right. out of Having a home comes with a lot of responsibilities, but you've never really shied away from being responsible <laughs> in your yeah. life. Yeah, but that's something I'd much rather have the electric forerunner. Now it's going to take me a while. I want to probably cover most of it. Also, it gives me a chance to really improve my credit rating, which is actually good. So, what are your what are your goals? Would you um, like to live in four walls or you'd just like to have a nicer, bigger car? You know, I think I'd really, I'd really like the forerunner. Would you mind just taking us through a day in your life? Take it up at five. That way the gym, they, they reduce their hours and stuff. And stuff that way. Of course, I like to be here a little earlier. I like to read and stuff and check stuff out. Take a shower. Uh, get my workout. Probably get to the uh, co-op between L5 and 6. And uh, that's like six days a week. And then the seventh day, I I take a day off. I head to Auburn. Oh, there there is one thing with um, the battery. This is to supercharge the battery. Sometimes it'll drain. I figured out how. You know, to keep it from like draining unnecessarily. Like, actually, you'd be surprised. Like, stuff like doors and the CD player, which I really hadn't used the CD player, but I had to be careful, especially when uh, the co op was closed, so I was spending a lot more time in the car. Then the cops would stop harassing. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I know that was an issue before. What is your relationship now? Oh, God, it was hilarious. Actually, so I was leaving here and I had to go to the bathroom real bad. I had, had a bit of an attack. I was walking and I am thinking probably with the Huntington's or something sometimes I have like a, maybe a minor limp. I don't notice it but somebody else did 
and so I get back into my car and they uh, I got reported on suspicion of like drug or drunken driving and so it was like they just so what happened is they had followed me and I was going to the gas station they park outside and they were like well you know we got a report on you and the thing is I really don't say anything about my disability because I get harassed through that. I, I get, it's like if I, I'm disabled, they're like, well, are you sure you can drive? Well, if they would spend several minutes observing, they would. The problem with the cops is like, they're like, they have no observation skills. They're, when it comes to something that might be potential like drug bust, they're like kids on a fishing trip. I think I caught a whale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I was coming to the gas station and they still wanted to like test me. I had to. And there was a guy in the room. He was remember me up from the chair. So they were putting you through a drunken driving test? Yeah. The thing is, I mean, they, there's no accountability. And when you have no accountability in organizations, you know, you just got terrible performance and it impacts all of them. But for them, you should probably just like maybe follow them for a while, maybe watch me a little while, watch me drive out. I mean, obviously, somebody has hired drunk can't, he's not going to be able to handle their like, car very well. But these are the things, like I said, that you're supposed, you should be observing people for several minutes or four. But no, they just jump the, you know, there's no time spent, you know, confirming some of these situations. Thank you for joining us today. Our hope is this segment has opened your heart and mind. Be well and be kind. This project was made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Please visit calhum.org.